This podcast is sponsored by YBC Real Estate Group, offering a tailor-made service, versatility and expertise for all your real estate needs. Are you thinking about selling, buying, investing or having your properties managed? For more information, check our website, www.yycrealestategroup.com. We are passionate about real estate and we love to support local businesses. We hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Cheers. Can you hit that subscribe button? I don't know where it is around here. I think it's right here. And follow us on uh, Spotify. But yeah, we have Steph Lai with Thrive. Earning six figures and she's in network marketing, online business. I, um, I, I don't know, multi-level marketing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's direct sales, network marketing, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, it's a platform that I, a business model that, you know, kind of fell into my lap. I sure as heck was not looking for it. I don't think um, people actually really know what they're getting into at first. They just know, you know, for me, it was just, Hey, I found a product that I love and, Oh, you can make money too by telling people. Sure. Um, and that's kind of where I got started with it. Um, you know, and I've, I've tried all sorts of different businesses. Um, I've had my own brick and mortar store. I've had online businesses. I've worked corporate. I've worked retail. I done it all. Right. Um, So to find something that worked for me and is sustainable um, was huge, was huge. Well, let's before we talk about how you got into Thrive, what is Thrive for people that don't know? So we're a health and wellness company. um, And what we focus on is actually gut health. Okay. And pharmaceutical grade vitamins. We also do have skincare. We have all these different plus line products for different things. Um, But our primary, our core product is this gut health product. It's a simple three-step system that heals your gut health and then puts these pharmaceutical grade vitamins back into your body. So super simple, three steps. And, you know, the reason why there's been so much movement is that you feel, you feel it. So it's not just any vitamin. We get to the root of the problem. We fix your gut health. And gut health, guys, I mean, my God, I learned so much about gut health um, in the past few years. And I mean, it's basically your second brain, right? So it's going to control things like um, your metabolism, your energy levels, how your hair and skin look, your mood even, right? Um, And just so many other things start in the gut. So if you're not taking care of your gut health and you're feeling all these things, what you need to do is clean it out, right? Detoxify yourself and then put the vitamins back in. So that's our core product. That's basically what we built everything on. Um, But that's what it is, health and wellness. Yeah, because I've actually heard that like the gut is actually where a lot of the ailments come from. Like if you don't have proper like gut probiotics or gut like bacteria, because it's like essentially um, like another living colony that's inside of your stomach. And uh, if you have really poor gut um, like health, then it actually causes a lot of ailments that people don't even know. And, um, I've actually heard of that in like the hospitals as well too. Like if people are suffering from something um, that they can't really uh, what's it called cure it's like they they'll do like a fecal transplant or something like that so with someone that actually has really good gut probiotics so that um, it'll help like sort out some of the issues in their stomach if that their stomach is lacking yeah it's like a, it's like a control center and I think that we don't 
we're not taught that sometimes we're just think, Oh, we need to add things. We need to add things to our body. But what we actually need to do is clean out that gut. Right. So it can function better. Um, so yeah, like knowing all these, picking up all these little nuggets of information along the way is just really opened my eyes to, Oh my God, we need to take care of ourselves, but we don't just need to add things, right? We don't need to just add things for energy, more coffee, more coffee. That was me before. Right. But what I actually needed to do was clear out my, like my gut health, clean myself. Um, and then that way I was feeling how I'm naturally supposed to feel. I don't want to add more things, you know, I just want my body to be functioning how it should be functioning. So huge, like, I mean, gosh, if you Google it and you get into it, there's a ton of stuff to learn about gut health, but the things that I will literally be like, my God, will this help? Um, if I clean up my gut, like it will help so many elements of your body, not just physically, but mentally as well. Right. So huge, like very huge stuff. I feel like I've always had issues with my gut or (laughs) I would say like body and I've, I've tried to thrive. Um, and, uh, it, it was a little uh, intense for me. So I had to do half. Yep. Um, but I, I, I still, I still do it once in a while. Like I still have it, but like my package, I think See, you need to be consistent with it. It's kind of like, you can't just go halfway on your detox, right? Like if mm-hmm. some people, they feel a day one, they're like, I feel amazing. I feel on top of the world. That was me. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck? Um, and some people, it, they have to detox first. So you got to stay consistent with it because it's kind of like, working out halfway and then not seeing the results, right? It's kind of like, it takes time because how long have we, you know, it's decades that we've been putting junk into our guts, not taking care of ourselves, drinking, smoking, all these kind of things, eating that junky food. Mm -hmm. How many years, how many decades have we been doing that? So sometimes it takes time to clear out. Um, But the good thing is, is that once you start doing it consistently, you're like, basically it, I think within four to eight weeks for most people, if they are detoxing, you're done by that time. And I feel like the average is usually like if people detox, it usually is like around a few days to a week Mm -hmm. Um, for more severe cases. It might take longer, but you got to stay consistent with it. You don't want to continuously be restarting it, right? Just stay consistent with it. And you will, you'll see, you'll figure out that moment when you're like, wow, I feel it. Um, so that's why the number one thing I always tell people is stay consistent because you will see it. And you do, you stay on half portions until you feel like you need to move up. Right. Because it's different for everybody. So sometimes, you know, like I said, certain bodies can handle more and certain times it's like, they need to adjust to it a little bit more. So, um, yeah, consistent and drink a lot of water because that's really going to help that detox detox period. So you take it every day. I do. <laughs> every single day you take it still. Why wouldn't I? She's consistent. You know, like to yeah. me, <laughs> like this is yeah. like my thing. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like putting something good into my body. Why wouldn't I? You know, it's not, um, you know, just something that I want to take when, oh, my body's feeling crappy again. No, I want to be putting premium grade nutrition into my body every single day. Good bacteria every single day, because here's the thing. It's kind of like, you know, only eating healthy certain times and then, oh, my body feels sick again. I got to eat healthy again. Right. We are like that as people we are like, oh, I'm good. So I'm going to stop. 
-hmm. right? But it's just something that, you know, the way I feel is good. I have kids. I need energy. Like there's no way, you know, I like my baby's 10 months old now, but I mean, nobody really sleeps through the night. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Like Avery, my, she's like. People that don't know this, I'm actually Avery's uncle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> my, my daughter's uncle. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like she will randomly still wake up in the middle of the night and just wake me up and like want to hang out. The baby still does too. And I, I don't know if I really, you know, get full sleep. And then all day, it's like you have things to do as a mom. You don't get to just hang out. <laughs> you don't get to just lay down, you know? So that energy, like, why wouldn't I want to feel that way every single day? So um, I did take a little break when I found out I was pregnant with my second one, just to get it approved by my doctor, all that kind of good stuff. And thank mm-hmm. God it was. Um, but yeah, it, I felt a difference, you know, I felt a difference when I don't have that, you know, those vitamins in my body. It's kind of like, that's your fuel, right? Yep. Your food, your food, your nutrition, that's your fuel. So to me, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't not thrive <laughs> on purpose. So what exactly uh, is, is thrive for people that don't know? Cause it's like supplements. It's like, there's, I see it. Like there's a patch I took and I did have energy all throughout, but like, yeah, what is, what are the packages? Products. Yeah. Products and that. Okay. Well, the yeah. three main things is the very first one is your capsules, right? So you want to take your morning capsules. That's your pharmaceutical grade vitamins mm-hmm. that you take first thing in the morning. Cause our bodies are depleted right overnight. So you take your vitamins with some water 20 minutes later, you want to take that pre and probiotic shake. So the reason why we take it 20 minutes later is because we are waiting for those capsules to open. So everything can work synergistically together. So the reason why they do that though, too, is because it helps absorption. Certain minerals and vitamins will help each other absorb. Okay. Um, And then basically you're healing your gut, you're putting vitamins in. And then that patch guys, it's special. It's not just a patch. Um, It's dermafusion technology. And what it does guys is it, it infuses things in through your skin. Okay. I don't know if you've seen like fentanyl patches or like nicotine patches. Um, but it's a great medium. Okay. For absorption. So it's not only putting, um, things into your skin, but there's an exchange there. So it actually helps, um, all the vitamins and minerals circulate through your body throughout the day. So that's why you get that long lasting energy as well, because I mean, there's other pharmaceutical grade vitamins out there, right? And people are like, well, why? I just don't feel them the same way. And that's because of the absorption rate. So what we get at stores, like if whatever you're getting at, you know, the drugstore, shoppers, drug mart, whatever, that's like a cosmetic grade kind of vitamin. So there may be fillers in there um, and, and the quality is not guaranteed. Okay. It's like kind of like at this level where it's acceptable. Okay. So really it's not doing too much for your body because I mean, for me, I grew up taking vitamins, right? My mom gave me all the things I've never felt them in my life. So to me, I was like, why do I need vitamins? Like, I don't feel anything different. So whatever, I feel like I'm okay, right? Um, But then there's pharmaceutical grade. And some people don't feel those either. But that's because it's not absorbing into your body. You're taking it and it's going out. So what Thrive does, that's why we're broken up into three different steps. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. To help that absorption, to heal your gut so that you can absorb it. If your gut is dirty, you're not absorbing nutrients. So there's no point. So that's like the beauty of it. And when I figure out, when I like learned that, I was like, oh, that's why we have to do it in three steps. Mm-hmm. That's why. So um, it's a really neat patented system that, you know, is different. You'll just feel it. And then you'll see why we're able to build a business off of it um, because you'll love it. <laughs> yeah, we'll dive, yeah, we'll, we'll dive into the business aspect um, about it. But let's talk about... Uh, how you got into it and what you were doing before. Cause I, I know you mentioned you were in a lot of businesses. Um, let's, let's talk about what you were doing at the very beginning leading up to thrive and, and how that got started into thrive. How far back do you want me to go? <laughs> where do you want to start? Like where, where, yeah. Where do you want to start? Well, I knew I, I wasn't into cars, but I knew you were import model at one time. Were you not? <laughs> So what were you doing? Yeah, back in lifetime. Yeah, I mean, like that was something I did. Like there was, I mean, even before that, I was in in corporate. I was in oil and gas, and I was kind of dabbling in that, Mm -hmm. like on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just had the opportunity to travel, and I decided, do I really want to be sitting in this office, or you know? And the money was good, and I was getting you know paid to travel, and I was Mm -hmm. like the corporate jobs got to go. Cause I was not loving it. It was like killing my spirit. I hated it. Um, Paying to travel to, to do just to do shows, oh, to do shows yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So I started doing that. And then, you know, to supplement my income, I was also working, you know, as a waitress at, at clubs, right. Just because mm-hmm. it was something that I could just dip out when I needed to travel. Right. Mm-hmm. So that how, how old were you at this time? I mean, I was young, like yeah. 19, maybe. 19. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. going that yeah. far. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I did that for a long time and I stayed in hospitality because I actually really just loved the industry, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting, interesting, but um, I liked it. I liked the flexibility of it. The money was good. It was fun. Um, you know, getting paid to party basically. Right. Yeah. Like, it was fun. Yeah. Um, and then eventually obviously when you get older it's just kind of like ah, do I want to do this right it gets tiring because yeah. those are late nights right yeah. when you're working at the club when you're traveling it's like you know I'd get home at like six in the morning sometimes and then you know for a while I kind of held it together with the corporate job but that had to go yeah um but then it's just kind of like you you kind of search for more, you know, I'm like, Hey, what's my game plan? What am I going to do? Right. Mm -hmm. So I moved cities. I moved kind of like I bounced around from different cities, had so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I decided like, okay, well, what do I want to do? Um, what would be fun? And so I actually, I had, um, I actually bought a doggy daycare in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. So that was my business for a little while until I got pregnant and had Avery. So then I, I kind of freaked out and was like, because I put everything into that doggy daycare, I was there for 16 hours a day. Sometimes I would just sleep there because what's the point? I was just Mm -hmm. coming back in a few hours. Right. Mm. Um, so I didn't know. I didn't know that you had a ducky daycare. <laughs> good. I did. It was Actually, so I think fun. I do that. Yeah. 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 It yeah. was so much fun, but I basically put 
my God, 16 to 24 hours a day into it. Right. I had no social life. Um, the only people I talked to were, you know, my employees and dog parents basically, but it was great. It was fun, but it was very draining. Mm -hmm. Um, and being a business owner and having, you know, people's paychecks on the line. It was like, it was hard at first. Cause I was like, I did not know a single thing about running a business. Yeah. I literally showed up and was like, all right, <laughs> open, right. Like it was like a learning curve that I had to be like, Whoa. So I put in a lot of sweat equity in there. Um, but it was awesome because it was like, I learned so much, right. I learned so much. Um, I think that's what people don't realize is uh, even for us as entrepreneurs and like all the businesses I got into, it's, you're really learning as you go. There's no, there's no manual. There's nothing. You're learning from all your mistakes and like tweaking it as you go. Right. So and you got to put in the work too, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, I mean, that was good until, you know, basically I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have a baby. I'm like, what the heck am I going to do? I can't be, I was just scared. It was my first one. I'm like, well, what if the dogs are, you know, mm-hmm. what if something happens? Cause like there's times where I'd have to break up dog fights, you know, I can't be doing that pregnant. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of freaked out. And in that I made a decision to sell that business. Mm-hmm. And at the time it was doing so well. So I actually, um, sold it for almost triple what I, you know, and that's pretty good. It was great. It was great. And I was like, all right, so, you know, I'll figure it out after the baby comes what I want to do. Um, because I was always very, like, I had the hustle in me. I loved it. I like thrived off it literally. (laughs) Like (laughs) I I loved it. uh, You know, I was always that person that was like, I got to work. I got to work. I got to work, you know? And I don't know why I just like, I did. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, I'll figure out something after the baby's born. I'm just going to relax. This is the first time I've ever gotten to like, just relax and not work. Right. Um, That got old really fast. I think after two weeks, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) what am I going to do? I was like, so bored. So I'm like, that's when I started dabbling into, okay, well, what kind of online businesses can I start? Um, And I, I had a lot of ideas and a lot of them were just, I realized it wasn't something that was sustainable for me because I didn't actually love it. It was just an idea. Right. Um, but I think becoming a mom, it really makes you realize like, okay, like, how am I going to do this? Because I figured I was like, I'll have this baby. I'll go back to work. It'll be great. I'll just start something else. You know, I'll get, I'll start another business. But the problem was, is when Avery came out, oh my God, so attached to her. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it was attached to me. Like we yeah. just couldn't leave each other. And then I I understood the struggle, right? I was like, oh my God. So this is why. Because before she came out, I was like, no, I'm gonna do all the things that um I'm gonna let her cry it out. I'm gonna let her be independent. She has to learn, you know. But when she came out, my God, I I couldn't put her down. And I was like, okay, well we need to think of, I need to think of something else because like, I'm not, I can't leave her. So I was like, all right, what can I do with a baby? So it was online businesses. Um, I started a bunch with, you know, myself and friends. Um, we did like a clothing company. We did, um, you know, jewelry, we did all sorts of things, you know, and it was good, but it was also, I mean, a grind, right? You never, it was just kind of like, you're always 
what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? But at the mm-hmm. same time, I was kind of resistant to mm-hmm. learning more for some reason. I don't know. It was, I don't know how to explain it, but I was just like, I wasn't in a rush, I guess. And I, it wasn't anything that I was passionate about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I spent a lot of time just, I mean, you know, like I was, it's, always- it's hard to stay. Um, I would say at like a certain path if you're not passionate about it mm-hmm. that's exactly you, it you'll okay, that's cool yeah. yeah but i'm not like oh wake up every day excited for this right mm-hmm. so i was just kind of you know getting by putting around still like what the heck am i gonna do um and, and yeah. how many how many years ago was this this was um i mean avery's almost five now so it's like four and a bit years ago and mm-hmm. i was really like well, what the heck am I going to do? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, like this, something better fall into my lap, you know? And I just was like really lost and mm-hmm. everyone's like, you got to find your passion. And I'm like, what is it? <laughs> I don't know anymore. A lot of women, when they have babies, they get lost in it. And then people are like, well, who are you? I'm like, I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't see past that. And I got really, really stuck in it to the point where it was like very depressing because I, I literally did not know who I was anymore outside of her. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't a club girl anymore. I didn't want to go back to waitressing. I sure as heck wasn't going to go and, you know, open up another brick and mortar mm-hmm. and have to work 12 hours a day. Um, nothing was, nothing was really catching. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I don't know, but I was scrolling a lot on Instagram and that's kind of how I saw thrive. Um, I saw it and I was just kind of like, I rolled my eyes. Of course. I was like, okay, here's another like gimmicky thing. I <laughs> product. I did Cause I saw all these like crazy yeah. before and after. So I'm like, okay, cool. But whatever, like scroll past, roll my eyes. I kept seeing it though. And I was like, Ugh. and I'm like, you know what? And at the time, like, I mean, I, again, was stuck. <laughs> Me and Avery were stuck together. So mm-hmm. I wasn't going to the gym. We were active. We walked, but I just couldn't lose the last 10 pounds. And it was kind of weighing on me. I was just like annoyed because I'm like, I want my body back. I want my life back. Um, and so finally on a whim that day, I decided to just buy some, right? And I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work. Who cares? So tried it, got my package day one. I took it and I remember standing there and just feeling all the things. And I know that people that haven't felt that day one feeling don't understand the dramatics of it, (laughs) but I felt lighter. Okay. Just like mentally, I felt lighter, you know, like personally I was going through a lot and I just felt lighter and I felt like I could breathe for some reason. And I was so tired that when I felt that feeling, I was like, I feel good. And I remember people saying to me, like, what are you on? You're like, you're the way you're talking is just like, you're happy. And I was like, I I just tried this stuff. Like, I don't know what's in it. I had no idea what was in it. I didn't even know it's good for you. I just was like, it's some weight loss thing. Um, and it was just weird. Mentally, I just felt really good. And then I noticed that I wasn't napping. Because when Avery was that age, she was like one in a bit. Um, she was still waking up every few hours a night. Like it was like brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, so every time she'd w- like, she'd go to sleep, she'd want me to hold her. So I just sit there. Mm-hmm. 
I swear to you, I did not put that baby down. Um, and so we were together all day long so that I had no breaks. I had no chill, you know? So, but I felt great. I was like taking her out everywhere. And I don't know if you ever saw, like, I was always pulling her around in that little wagon. We were always like somewhere we're always walking out and about and having fun. So I just, there was something to it, you know? And I remember thinking like, damn, I feel good. And I was a coffee addict. So I was like, we'd always go on walks downtown and I'd pick up like six or seven coffees along the way. Cause that's disgusting. But I did just to like, keep myself going. Right. Yeah. So the, the first day I took it, I, I do, I, I do agree that um, it gave me energy throughout the day. That was one thing. The, f- the first time I actually took it, it was actually too much for me. I was like, it was too intense, but I, I did have energy. So I cut it down in half. But I think what it did was um, after like two or three, I got tired. Mm. But when I took it in the morning, it was like a long term, more like my energy was, I didn't need that nap, as you were saying. So um. That was yeah. huge for me because it's like I could actually like sort of get things done. Mm-hmm. Um, but hydration is key with that. So your body needs it to like move the vitamins through. So if you're not, you're burning up your body. So definitely water is a huge, huge factor in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like when I felt that great, I was like, wait a minute. Um, I was told that I could get it for free if I referred friends. So I was like, okay, I'll do that then. Cause like, why not? Right. Like, you know, so I started telling people and then I realized, oh, you can make some money with this too. And I'm like, okay, why not? Like, sure. Um, so then I was like, okay, well, what's, you know, if I make 500 bucks, sure. Like, why not? It's just another thing that I'll kind of dip my toe into. Right. Um, so I did, and I, I knew that I love this product anyway. So I wanted to get it for free. If I make some money, cool. And that's kind of where it all started with me. And now look at me. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty sweet though. Like, I feel like you, that's what something you were kind of looking for, right? Like, um, a passion, something that you were interested and it kind of just fell on your laps and, um, like it has proven results for yourself that with people that you were trying to sell it to or, or talk about it to, and they try it, then also they get the effects and benefits of it. So it kind of, it kind of sells itself at the end of the day. Um, and, um, like the more people that get involved, the more people that uh, are purchasing the product, then it also just kind of keeps on selling itself. It's almost like a, a viral thing, right? Well, that, when this, yeah. Sorry. When this is all happening, like I noticed, started seeing it everywhere, like hearing it about, from about everybody. Right. And like Jason was one of the first people that I heard that was taking it and um, it just started blowing up and blowing up. It's almost like a, um, like a spiral effect that it just keeps on growing and growing. So there's, that's good marketing. It's yeah. honestly like if, if, when I were thinking about it, I was like, network marketing is probably one of the best business plans out there because who are you going to, you know, like, yes, traditional businesses and what we're taught to do is like find a nine to five. Um, and that's your whole life. Right. But this business model, it's like, people love to tell people what they're using, what they're doing. It's just natural. We do it every single day. Right. You see somebody, you know, struggling with somebody. Oh, you know what? My friend uses this. Let me go ask her what it is. You see a good movie. Oh my God, I know you love Will Ferrell. You got to see this movie. 
Hey, I know you love this pasta. You got to try this new restaurant. It's so freaking good. We do it all day long. You know, we do it all day long. We tell people what we love. And it's like, when you see somebody that's struggling with somebody, if I see someone, they're like, oh my God, I have this huge headache. And I'm like, oh, I got some Tylenol in my bag. Do you want some? This is the same thing. So I saw a lot of my friends struggling. I saw a lot of people with new babies that were like, I'm freaking tired. And I'm like, girl, I got you. (laughs) Here you go. And that's kind of how it all started. And, you know, and it's like, you're right. Like it had to be something that I loved, made an impact on me. And um, because I don't think that, you know, if I was, you know, a shoe salesman, not knocking it, but it's not something I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. So I can't, it wouldn't be a fun thing for me. You know, it wouldn't ever turn into a passion for me where I could wake up and feel motivated, where I could wake up and be like, I still want to talk about my damn vitamins. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, yes, it's the same three steps every day. And like three years in, I'm still talking about it because I'm still excited about it. But it's not now it's not only just me, it's the people that I see have changed from it as well. So, you know, when you start getting those testimonials from people that are like, okay, wait, like this legit changed my life. um, That's what keeps me going as well. Right. But this business model is amazing because, you know, they could spend their money building a retail store. They could spend their money on advertising, on TV, on um, radio. (laughs) We'll still listen to the radio. Um, But what's more, uh, what makes more sense right now? influencers, people actually just word of mouth, right? Mm -hmm. Social media. And this is exactly what we have on our hands here. So this is a way that the world is moving, right? Are people eager to get into malls and stores right now? Not really. We've always been a cloud-based business that's based on, you know, word of mouth, right? Social media, people talking that way, influencers, basically, right? So it's just how things are now. And to be ahead of the game, we've always been a cloud-based business, right? Instead of having to put the money into brick and mortars, into advertising, they put the money back into us, right? And it's like, that makes so much more sense, you know? And so instead of just building, giving money to, you know, for rent, for ex- and ads, they're giving that money to families and for people to build. And it's just the most insane, insane thing because I see the impact it's made on families and for people to be able to one, stay home with their kids, um, you know, go on vacations, like actually make a living helping other people feel better. It's like, I don't know, to me, it's a win-win, you know, and it makes so much sense, especially in this day and age. Um, And that's why like during this pandemic, our businesses have grown exponentially Um, just because I think people are realizing that right now that, okay, well, maybe this is something smart to get into, Um, especially with, you know, our, our Southeast Asia expansion as well. Right. It just makes sense. Like, Imagine being the first, one of the first people to bring this product to the States, to bring this product to Canada. Is it all over the world right now? So right now we're in five countries. We're in Canada, US, UK, Australia, and New Zealand. And we're opening up to Southeast Asia um, in the next few weeks here. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty insane because so far, I mean, they haven't told us 
specifically which um, countries, but I mean, they've sent out a few teasers and we have like Vietnam, Philippines, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, um, Indonesia, Brunei, Hong Kong, possibly Laos and Cambodia. Like it's insane. It's insane. So it's like the lives that are going to change over there, not just even health wise, um, but also financially it's insane. When did you realize to go all in with Thrive? Like, when did you realize you're like, okay, this this is making sense. I I gotta I gotta step it up because it seems like you kind of just blew up. Yeah. Uh, like in the last year or so, I feel. You're right. You're right. Um, to be honest, like the first two years that I was kind of dabbling, it was like I real I hit some big bonuses, right? And I was like, okay, well, this is good side money. I'm making a few, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm making good money um, for not doing too much. Um, so, okay, I'm going to keep it going. And I love the product, so why not? But I had other things on the go, so it wasn't my priority. Um, it wasn't until I really started seeing, like, my friends' lives changing around me, like, financially, health-wise, that I was like, okay, maybe something is calling me. And I started thinking about it more. Like I would wake up and be excited to check my office and to talk to my team, right? Versus just being, oh, that's my side thing. I just, I started to feel it more. Like I felt more called to it. Um, And then slowly the other things started to drop off because I just, I knew I found what I wanted to find. Um, And I never really knew what, you know, making an income and impact was really um, until like maybe you're right, 2020, when I realized like, my God, this is really helping people. This is really changing lives. I need to, I need to get my head together. Um, And I, I went through a lot of things in my business. For example, I mean, you know, we do build teams in network marketing. We can either just, sell retail basically, um, as direct sales, but we can also build teams as well and build our own residual income. Right. Um, it wasn't until I kind of hit like a crossroads, um, where I kind of had to make a decision because I was like, okay, I had a whole bunch of people quit. And, you know, that was honestly maybe on me because I hadn't stepped into leadership. Okay. So I was just kind of letting things flow. Um, but I, I came to a crossroads and I was like, okay, well, here I am do I want to rebuild everything or do I just want to quit? Right. Mm-hmm. And trying so many things and quitting so many things for me, I was, but something just kept calling me. And I knew that maybe this is, I was like, okay, I have to make a decision. Am I going to do this or am I not? And I was like, you know what? I'll be damned if I give this up. I don't know. I love it. Something's calling me. I'm just going to decide. So it was that one decision to be like, are you in or are you out? And I think that's with everything. A lot of people, they just dip their toe into something and then they say, didn't work. It was too hard. Mm-hmm. But they only dipped one finger in. So, But they were hoping to dip one finger in, reap all the benefits, and then go all in. That's not how life works. Mm-hmm. right that's not how life works you can't dip one toe in and then expect you know oh my god I made a million dollars oh my god now I'm all in mm-hmm. but a lot of people see it that way that well if I don't see huge traction if I don't see huge movement I'm out it was too hard mm-hmm. so I made that decision I was like all right I'm gonna go all in um so I started doing the things I said well let me look at the successful people what are they doing how can I 
um, do what they're doing. So I swallowed my pride basically. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start from ground level and what are the successful people doing and what do I have to do to get there? So I guess I dropped the ego. (laughs) I dropped the ego and just became a sponge. I became coachable and I started learning. Um, and I think that's on everything. You know, I basically was resistant. I started doing a lot of self-development, um, which made me kind of look inwards at myself and realize, okay, well, maybe it was just a side thing for you because you were kind of scared to fail. So you didn't put yourself all in there, right? Because what if I fail, right? These are the things that hold a lot of people back is like, well, what if I'm not good at it? Or what if I, you know, what if I fail? And people always think the what if negative, right? What if I lose all my money? What if I do this? What if I'm not good? Um, What if people judge me? All these things. And we don't look at what if it's the best thing that you ever did for yourself? What if it changes your life? What if this is your key to financial freedom, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I started diving into self-development and I realized these things about myself and it was like light bulb going off after each one. And I was like, oh my God. So then I was like, oh, hey, so I'm in. I made the decision. <laughs> then I started dropping my ego and learning. And that's how important was it to drop your ego? Because I feel like a lot of people's egos are in the way and self-development of self-awareness. Because I feel like that's a huge thing. How important do you think that was? It's on everything, yeah. to be honest, mm-hmm. everything. Because before I started diving into self-development, Um, I thought I was good. Like I was level headed. I didn't think I was a crazy chick. I was cool. Like I was relaxed. I was like logical, but I didn't even notice how much negative self-talk that I had like in my brain. Mm -hmm. And every time I would quit something, I'd be like, Oh, I feel this relief. (laughs) And then I'd be like, okay, perfect. Like it wasn't meant for me, but I was doing this. I was dipping my finger in, not seeing any results. And then being like, Oh, phew, that's not for me. You know, and so that self-development was huge because a lot of times we are the only thing holding ourselves back. And I was so scared to do things, right? So scared to talk to people, scared to like learn from other people. And it's like, I wouldn't ask anybody any questions um, because I should know that by now. But it's like when you drop the ego and you're just like, let me learn from you. That's when your doors will open up. You know, people are like, people think that, oh, you know, you know, the people won't share their secrets with me or they won't teach me things. But guess what? If you have someone that actually has an abundant mindset, they know that there's enough for everybody Mm -hmm. and they're not in competition with you. And that's one thing that I really had to learn as well. I learned a thousand things. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like like, (laughs) it was crazy because then I realized like there's so much work to be done inside before you are, before you can be successful, because if you're not ready for that level of success, if you still have these limiting thoughts about yourself, you can't get there. You're showing the universe, whatever it is that you're not ready. Right. So somebody said to me, um, you know, when I was like, well, you know, I can't find the people that are like the business builders. And she's like, you need, they're not coming to you because you're not that leader that they need. And I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) But it like hit me. And I was like, you're right. I'm not doing the things. So whatever I was doing before I got lucky, but it's like, 
if you see the great leaders, they don't just sit back and like people just come to them. They've done the work. They've done the learning, right? And they're constantly learning. So that was, it was on everything. Mm-hmm. It was on everything. Because if you have these negative thoughts, you can only get so far, right? If you don't believe you're worthy of it, you can only get so far. You will always block your own blessings, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when things are going real, real, real good. And then all of a sudden you kind of kill it for yourself. Yeah. It's you're blocking your own blessings because like in deep inside, you don't really think you deserve this. So I had to do a lot of work on that too. Like, no, like a lot of visualization, mm-hmm. a lot of, um, a lot of changes for sure. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. It sounds like a mindset thing. Like I find yeah. that a lot of people don't have the mindset and um, when they, when they say that they can't do something, your, your brain actually automatically just shuts it off. Like they're yeah. like, Oh, you don't want to do this. All right. Well, I'm going to not think about that anymore. But if you start asking questions to yourself, like, how can I do this? How can this be done? Who should I be talking to all this stuff? Then your brain starts thinking like starts putting connections together. And like, I feel like that's a lot of things for people too, is because it's easy to self-sabotage if you don't have the confidence, or if you don't think that you have the possibility to create a better life for yourself. And that's why a lot of people are just stuck in this place where they they don't feel like they can achieve or succeed in things is because they're they're scared of the failure they're not confident with themselves and then they also self-sabotage yeah Yeah, huge huge and you're right about that and a lot of times you know oh i totally just lost my train of thought (laughs) (laughs) i i think the biggest thing is the self-awareness when you when you realize how you're being is not how you want to be and you're willing to change that that's where the shift will happen right yeah you have to hit that crossroads right you have to hit that time when you're like wait a minute um and it's crazy because the you know how i started in self development really was kind of a fluke um i i, I don't even know whose story it was on but they're like i think they had posted an ed mylet podcast I've never even really ever heard a podcast before. Um, and I swiped up on it accidentally. And I, for some reason it popped up and I listened to it and it was crazy. I was like, what? I was like realizing stuff left and right. I'm like, what the heck is it? Who is this guy? Mm -hmm. And I was like addicted because I was like realizing things, you know, about, he was talking about like building confidence and how do you build self-confidence? Right. Because I thought I was kind of confident, um, but I was not, (laughs) Um, you know, and I went from, you know, being that club girl that was like all up in everything and to like being this mom who's very withdrawn and like lost. And I, I'll tell you when I say I was shy, like if a stranger would talk to me, I would blush and sweat and like, just wanted to get the hell out of there. Like that was me. Nobody knew, you know, because on social media, I was just like, you know, me, mm-hmm. but, um, I was just so withdrawn. So now to be able to do the self-development and feel comfortable again, and to feel confident, I feel different. I am different. Um, and I can, I can speak now. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and so he says, he said something like, you got to build the self-confidence by, um, keeping promises to yourself. And doing the little things that you said you were going to do, right? Because every time you let one of those little promises slide, you don't even trust yourself, Uh right? Like, I'm going to work out. And then you don't because you don't have to. (laughs) And then you're like, "Ugh, I'm not going to do it anyways. You lose confidence in yourself and that conveys into your whole entire life, right? Uh 
So one thing that um, I started doing in 2020 that really, really just like skyrocketed my confidence, I started doing little scary things. Okay. So I was really scared to go live on social media just because I had like one really bad experience (laughs) where I just stuttered. I started sweating. It was a whole thing. And then I just, I got offline. I wish I kept it because, (laughs) but I was mortified. So I like delete, delete, delete. And I was like, Oh my God, that was so embarrassing. I'm never going live again. Was this for thrive? It was. And I just like, so the person I was supposed to go live with kind of bailed out when I was already live. I'm like, Hey, just waiting for you. They're like, Oh, sorry I'm like oh my god so I did like a 10 second live was dying like took it off my I just was dying so um and I never did because I was like that was terrible so it was a challenge to myself Mm -hmm. and I did the live and I actually grabbed a friend and I said can you just do this with me it's funner like it's easier when there's someone holding your hand sometimes or just with you um and we got off and we were like that was so good. That was so fun. And we're like, okay, we didn't die. We didn't die. And so we just kept practicing and we kept doing it. And then we're like, okay, what else should we do? You know? And it got addicting because you were like, okay, so getting out of your comfort zone was actually kind of cool. was actually kind of liberating. I mean, what's the next thing we're like, ah, we should talk in clubhouse, you know, we should do reels, you know? And it's like, it becomes this fun thing to get out of your comfort zone, right? It is uncomfortable. It is weird at first, but then it's kind of like, you're like, um, it's like being a little adrenaline junkie, you know? Um, so yeah, like that's one thing that really catapulted things because when I did something and then it wasn't that bad and I didn't die, it was like, okay, well, what's the next thing I mastered it. What's the next thing. Right. And it's like growth, 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 growth. And like, that's basically what 2020 was for me was like, getting my, you know, getting my head together, dropping my ego, getting out of comfort zones. And that's why there was that massive growth in 2020. Right. And it's like, you have to have confidence in order to lead in order to, you know, be successful at things. Right. Because if you don't have self-confidence, whatever you're selling, whatever you're doing, I mean, people see that people smell that on you. Right. And, and why would they, right. Why would they want to do business with you? If you're like, if you're not even sure about you. Um, so yeah, that was huge building a little bit of self-confidence huge. They say that, uh, greatness is just outside of your comfort zone. So it's like, if you want to just stay in this confined box, then you're just going to have the same life that you want or that you have right now. But if you are willing to put yourself out there and do different things and experience different things, then your, your life and your mindset and everything will change around you because, um, it's easy to just, to just be comfortable. But if Mm -hmm. you want to just step out of that, like the world is your oyster. It's really hard to step out of it. That's the, th- I think people yeah, have it's that first step. Yeah. 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 Um, that's just grab a, grab a friend, grab an accountability partner, right? Like even, you know, when we're like, Oh, let's do some reels. And I grabbed somebody and said, okay, let's do this together. It's just like, you need that first little push that first little step. And it's like, that's all it takes is the one step. And then it was like, okay, hey, that wasn't that bad. And, and, you know, there's going to be times where you flop and you fail. And it's like, at the end of the day, let's say, you know, and I tell this to my team all the time at the end of the day, let's say you did a live, you sucked. 
<laughs> you know, it was terrible. Guess what? It's gone. You know, life, life goes gone. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, like, we think so hard. Like, oh my god, okay, everybody, everybody's judging me. Everybody saw it. In reality, ten people saw it. They completely have forgotten about it, and then they're not even going to sleep at night thinking about you. You're going to sleep replaying it over and over and over again nobody else is we are in charge of that right so I mean don't get me wrong there's times where I like will lay you know you lay in bed and you're about to go to sleep and all of a sudden you think about something you did like three years ago and you're like oh (laughs) but you're the only one thinking about it because really nobody else is we are so self-centered in thinking that everybody's thinking about us but nobody is Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I, I, I go. I'm like, yeah, there's probably people that are like judging me because, oh, she's talking about thrive again. You're not my people. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm only trying to talk to the people that actually need this that are like, my God, I am freaking tired. I'm going to try this out and it's going to change your life. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to get that out of my head too, because yeah, nobody wants to be that girl but who cares? I am that girl. I love it. I'm loud and proud. And that's the only way I think um, people can see your passion is if you just stop caring what other people think. <laughs> yeah. That's one of one of my favorite quotes is they're going to judge you either when you're on the top or the bottom. They're judging they you right, like regardless. So it doesn't even matter, right? Doesn't. So. And uh, other people's opinions are there. Is their issue is not your issue. Yeah, exactly. Over the last year, you grew the team, you working hard. What's what do you think the biggest lessons uh, lesson you've learned last over the last year about business and growing about growing a team? Mm. Consistently um, being trustworthy. I know consistency is a word that everybody is always thrown out there, but it's because it's true, right? Um, if you aren't there for your team, if you're not there in, and people cannot trust you, um, they won't be doing business with you mm-hmm. straight up. Right. So, um, and just building real relationships. Like one thing that I found really kept me going last year was this community and this team that we built together. Um, just knowing that, you know, we can rely on each other and help each other. You know, we have turned where like, okay, I'm feeling some type of way I need I need you to talk some sense into me because we're all going to go through the feelings. I sometimes I wake up and I'm like, what am I even doing? You know, but it's like, we have those people. And, um, and I think my big lesson too, was just learning to lean on people. Cause I'm such an independent person that I'm like, I don't need nobody. I got this. I don't want to bug anyone with my problems. Um, but a lot of times we just need that one phone call and we're, and we're right back. Right. So, um, not being scared to ask for help and support was huge for me, huge and self-development, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having totally. the right people around you. I think because mm-hmm. like, yeah. if, even if you are in this like path of trying to grow and there's all these people that are not in the same mindset, it actually is like, like an, like an anchor. Like yeah. you're trying to like excel at a certain speed and, and uh, like the people around you are not in that same mindset or su- support. It actually is a real drag because you're like, you see the potential in yourself, but they don't see the potential in themselves. So it's actually like a huge uh, impact you can't, on yeah. your groups. Yeah. You can't see vision for other people. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, you want something for somebody, but they don't want it bad enough for themselves. And I had to learn to let that go, 
because it's like, for me, I'm like, I see this for you. Like, come on, like, do you get it? Like, I see this, like, let's do it together. But if they don't see it, you cannot see vision for somebody else. You can put, you know, you can lay it out, but I mean, you cannot force them to take the steps. Right. Um, and that's kind of where, like, I also learned how to set boundaries with people, um, because there's going to be people who drain your energy. Um, and I was letting it, I'm a, I'm an empath. I let, I feel a lot of people's energies and I do, I'm, I'm a very like mellow personality. So a lot of people will, um, you know, can push my boundaries. And then I ended up feeling frustrated and like, oh my God, overwhelmed. Um, so I learned to just put up, um, to just respect my own boundaries, I guess that was huge for me because I was a type of person before where, okay, just take, 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 take as much as you need. And then I'm left with, oh my God, I got to deal with all the aftermath. Right. So, um, energetic boundaries was huge for me. Um, just knowing, you know, if someone's calling me and they're complaining and they're like dumping on me (laughs) and then I would let them for hours. And then I would be like, oh, I feel drained. I feel gross. I don't, I don't, you know, and then I would get that negative kind of feeling. So energetic boundaries for me was huge saying you have five minutes, <laughs> you have five minutes and then let's figure this out. Either we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure out this problem or you just needed two minutes to vent and let's be done with it. I'm not going to sit here in this rabbit hole and fall down this rabbit hole with you because how can I even help you if we're in the hole together? Right. So setting up boundaries was huge for me. Um, to actually be productive because I found that it was sucking up so much of my energy that um, I was wasting a lot of time and energy there. So boundaries was huge for me. And I, to be honest, I, I don't think I ever really had boundaries because I was always that easygoing person. So I was like, sure, just dump it all on me. I'll just deal with it. I'll process it quietly on my own, you know? Um, So now I'm like, no, keep it. Nope. I got things to do today. Keep it. So, um, you know, and that's the thing you can't help your friends. You can't help your family if you're completely drained as well. Right. So that was huge for me was boundaries, even with my kids. I'm like, okay, like I need boundaries too, because otherwise they would be sitting all over me mm-hmm. right now. Right. So I needed to set those boundaries to be like, okay, well I need an hour a day or I started waking up early too, you know, just to have that space. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, your kids will drain you. <laughs> Can you talk about just quickly about how someone, how the structure works in your business? Mm-hmm. Of like how someone is like, oh, I want to, I want to make six figures and thrive. How do I do it? You know. Well, it takes work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another thing. I feel like when you say, it, yeah, making six figures and thrive, it's actually a lot of work, and people. I know back in the day when I sell multi-level marketing or not direct marketing or however you call it, right? I think people think it's actually easy and it's it's actually not. It's actually a lot of work that you're putting in. Well, I mean, okay, it's like pick your heart, right? Hard to me is having to get up at six in the morning, get ready, drive to work, have all my kids stuff done and then drive to work for nine hours and then come back. That's a hard day for me and not see my kids. That's something I'm not willing to do. Um, so hard yet. You have to put in the time. You have to basically stay consistent with it because again, you can't just dip a toe in and then say it didn't work. It's not a get rich quick scheme. 
right? A lot of people think, you know, oh, okay, like if I if I don't make a few thousand dollars in my first month, I'm out. I'm not going to be successful at it, right? But it takes time to build just like any other business. You know, a lot of times, like if you're building a brick and mortar, I mean, you're putting in six figures or more to set up your company, right? And then you got to put in the work every single day. So it's kind of like, but for us, we basically can start anytime, right? Anytime you get a, a starter pack, you're in business. You have a business in a box, right? But what you do with it is up to you. So if you're not motivated and you know, you don't have to, no one's going to be like, Hey, you got to be at work at eight. You don't have to. So if you're not self-motivated, if you're not passionate about the product, it is going to be hard. But for me, it's not hard because I wake up, I take my thrive, I talk to people, you know, like to me, this is fun, but did it take work to get here? Yes. And by work, it meant, I mean, um, you know, holding the team meetings, getting everybody, you know, how many, how many meetings do you have a week? You would say, cause it seems I like, have a lot. yeah, it seems like you guys are always posting. These, well, because yeah, it's different yeah, too, yeah. because like we can't physically meet. Right. So yeah. we do a lot of our things with zoom, mm-hmm. um, obviously. And because, you know, we're onboarding a lot of new people. So instead of just meeting them in person, um, we do everything through Zoom. Instead of a phone call, we do things through Zoom because I just find it a little bit more personal. I like to see who I'm talking to um, versus like talking on the phone, right? Mm -hmm. Or through text messaging. So we do do a lot of those. And I mean, I started my first two years never being on one call. Okay. I'm not proud of that. (laughs) But you know, it doesn't take much time. You can do everything on your phone. Um, But for me, it is three years in. So I do have more things to manage, right? But to get here, you know, you don't need to sit at a desk for eight hours a day, right? You don't. Um, I built my first six figures basically on my phone, um, raising Avery just during nap times. I woke up earlier. Perfect. Nap time. Perfect. After she went to bed. Perfect. That's when I'm going to follow up with my people. That's when I'm going to start posting about it. That's when I'm going to reach out to people who I think this would really help. Right. Um, so that's basically how I started my business. And then listening to trainings, um, when I actually like opened up my mind, and was like, okay, I need help. I started listening to trainings and listening to what other people were doing, how to grow their networks. Right. Um, that's the name of the game in network marketing is basically, you know, meeting new people and growing your network. And because we're not really like super out and about nowadays, um, we're doing a lot of that online. Mm-hmm. So, um, it is work, but it's not hard work it takes dedication even when you don't feel like it it takes consistency even when you don't feel like it um but i choose my heart my heart is having to go to a nine to five for peanuts and then not seeing my kids and then having to pay for daycare like that makes no sense to me that's hard to me Mm. Um, um so hard waking up And, you know, sitting here and reaching out to people and figuring out ways to train the team and those kind of things is not hard for me. I like doing it. I like doing it. Does it get like heavy sometimes and overwhelming? Yeah, but it's one day. It's just one day. It's not a hard life. It's a hard day. It's not a hard life. Right. Um, So, I mean, I can't. I like that. 
Yeah. It's a hard day. It's not a hard life. life. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, we're blessed, right. To be able to have flexibility. Um, so yeah, some days it's, you know, a lot, some days I am sitting here for a long time, but I know that it's, you know, I love it. I strive off of it because new people are excited. They're getting started They're, you know, and I love it. It's like, I'm just like that new energy. It's amazing. So, I mean, it may take more time as you go on, but, um, my God, this company is very generous to us. Right. And they'll take care of us. So it's kind of like, why wouldn't I do that? I could be spending nine hours a day in an office doing something I'm not passionate about. Or, I mean, most of the time my kids are with me during my Zoom meetings, they're always with me or beside me. So it's kind of like, um, yeah, it's like, I, I could just have to multitask, you know, but it can be done. I just got to show up. Um, and I, and basically like we set a, in a lot of systems and blueprints last year. So now it makes things a lot easier. So was that work to get all the systems in play, all the manuals done? Yes, it was work. It was actually work. But now that it's done, it's set. Now everybody coming in has a plan that they can follow, right? Somebody got to do it, right? So, um, but now it's like that work is done for the future generations. Yeah. Systems are like, that's what me and Dave are working on right now as we're growing is systems to make everything more efficient. Yeah. That's like something you got to do, right? You got to just put in that work. And then once the systems are in play, you're good, right? Because now you can just, put the people through the system and they get it. So um, yeah, that was a little bit of work to set up. But when I just sat down and hammered it out, it was like, all right, now it's done. Now it's done. You're ready to go to the next level now. (laughs) Exactly. And you just have to really, you know, when you are wanting to go to that next level, you just have to think, what would that person do? If you want to be making six figures anywhere, um, can you just put in three hours a week? Probably not. Right. Probably not. Um, maybe eventually, but your first six figures is the hardest, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have to learn, you have to put the systems in play. And once you've got that down, now the second one's going to be easier and the third one's going to be easier. Right. Mm-hmm. And because of our business structure, it's like, you know, maybe the 10 people that I know, know also 10 more people and they know 10 more people. And that is how, that is the beauty of network marketing because some people only know, okay, well, I have 10 close friends. Now out of those 10 close friends, how many people do they know? Uh And that's a beautiful thing because yes, we can make, um, we make commissions on direct sales. If I just have one customer that's like, okay, well, I just want to buy one month. Yes. I'll get that commission now, but with my team's it's if you love the product, why aren't you already sharing it? Why aren't you making money off of it too? Right. Just like people who post their Starbucks every single day, you ain't making money off of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So why not, why not add in another stream of income? If you love it and you know, you're helping people, then why not? Right. But that's how it grows. And that's the beauty of it is that, you know, when you, if you set people up correctly, they can duplicate that and teach other people. And, you know, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of network marketing. And that's why I love this business structure. Totally. I am passionate about it. So. <laughs> yeah, we could tell. <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, Dave, did you have any other questions for Steph? Um, yeah, I wanted to know what it was like just dealing with like haters. Like, I feel like with this stuff, like as you get busier, as you get more successful, 
there's always going to be haters do like you know talking about the stuff so I just want to hear about that like what it was like for you okay <laughs> I've <laughs> had haters like all my life to be honest and I never I don't know. It was um, when I first started, of course, I definitely had, um, you know, people being like, what the heck? Like, what is this? Like, oh, my God, this is a scam. You're like promoting like people like a diet product, basically. And people got mad, like people got mad and people were like yelling at me through the phone. And I almost quit, to be honest, because I was like, I was weak, I guess, you know, and I was like, Oh my God. And so that's when the fear of, okay, well, people are going to judge me. So I'm going to play small, right. I don't want to be too out there just in case like people, you know, so I'm going to just wait and just play it, play it down, make myself smaller. Um, and then I just kind of, you know, the more I went on and the more kind of positive feedback I got from people saying like, no, I love it it built that confidence in me, right. To be like, well, there are people that love it. Right. Um, but the time it's like a switch kind of went off. Um, so at first people were like, what is this foreign idea? (laughs) We're not into it to me consistently a year still talking about these damn vitamins that they're like, okay, well, she's, we're not even going to bother her because clearly she's in it. (laughs) Clearly she cannot be convinced, you know, and three years later, not one person will say anything to me. They might talk behind my back. I don't know. I don't really care. Um, But it was the self-development that really um, shot it down for me. So when I realized that, you know, when people will, people will try and bring you down. People will not support you because they are scared of change, right? We are all taught differently. Um, some people are taught, um, to be close-minded, have a scarcity mindset. Some people are very taught to be very abundant, right? Um, and that there's opportunity everywhere. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like really raised like that. I was raised to cut in a more scarcity mindset being, um, okay, no, you gotta, you gotta, work nine to five, make sure you save your money. You got to have a pension. You got to work for the city. Um, you got to, you know, all these things, right. I was never taught to look for an opportunity or to like be smart, I was, you know, and like look for what's out there. Right. So a lot of people, they just don't have that mindset. And I had to realize that. Um, and I had to also realize that, you know, when you start to improve yourself, when you start to do things differently, those people, those friends, that family, they're like, oh my God, we're going to lose her, right? They're not open-minded yet. They're not comfortable with it. So that's why they'll try and bring you back to their comfort zone, their little bubble, because you're going somewhere, you're going somewhere and they're scared that, oh my God, she's going to be so successful. She Look at her. She's going up. She's not in that misery loves company. That's what it is. Misery loves company. And it, when you're not there, it's scary for people because it's like, okay, um, I got to drag them down so that they're back in this misery bubble with me and we can be miserable and talk, talk about people, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I kind of started realizing that because of course there's family and friends that don't support you, right? That will always be a thing. And to be honest, it goes, it happens a lot um, that people are just like, what is this new foreign idea? I was not taught to do this. I was taught to conform. Right. So I, I started to realize that it's not me. It's just, um, their own past, um, 
their own past experiences. So maybe they did have a bad experience with network marketing. Maybe they did have a bad reaction to something else. That's not, that's not on me, right? That's not on me. That's based on other people's past experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why when people project on me, it's like, I don't actually spend the energy there anymore. So in the beginning, when people were like, oh, is that a scam? Like I'd get all like, actually, but now I'm like, no, (laughs) no. And that's about as much energy as I'll put into it. Because the people sometimes that want to drag you down, they'll still kind of watch you to see if you fail. Um, And then all of a sudden, maybe you'll say something and it'll kind of open their mind a little bit more. And then it's like, they start to just see, oh my God, look at her. She's changing. Like, oh, I don't want to, you know, and the, the, the kind of like the fear of losing you turns into FOMO. Now it's like, well, I kind of want to go on those trips and like, okay, fine. Like I'll drop my ego. I'll drop my pride. Right. So, um, yeah, I guess handling the haters is you got to know that when you do reach a certain level, they will drop off and they will probably end up being in business with you or accepting it. Um, but sometimes <laughs> it's that yeah. little adjustment period where yeah. people um, have a problem because they're just like, what are you doing now? Like, oh, you have new friends? Like, oh my God, what is this, right? And I I was on the other end of that too. I mean, I saw some of my friends glow up and I was still stuck in my negative mindset. And inside my head, you know, I was like, oh, you know, it's probably not going to last anyways. And then I'll have them back. So, you know, I know because I was that negative person before. So now when I see it, I'm like, it's okay. Yeah, I'll love you where you're at. And, you know, we're cool. But, you know, get your nasty vibes away from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not taking it as personally, I think. Is no, what it sounds it's like. not about you. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I feel like once you're more self-aware about that and understand yourself, then like everything external doesn't really have an effect on you because at the end of the day, it's not what you're committed to. And um, like, shit, I just lost my thought on that. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like, you know, you, you live your own life. In the end of the day, if you're letting other people's opinions and other people's energy dictate your day and your life, you're who you're not living for you. Yeah. And at yeah. the end of the day, they could just ditch you and be like, mm, I'm done. Or yeah, I'm going to do that to you and be like, damn, I missed out. Like mm-hmm. I missed out on my own life because I was worried about what the stranger was saying to me on the internet. Like that's wild, right? Mm-hmm. You got to just live for you. But mm-hmm. self-development is like the center of everything, yeah. really. I totally agree. I totally. I, re- I remember now. So like let your results prove it right and let them see your results and just keep on um working at it for yourself and then let the results prove them right so i think that's really important is just keep committed to what your your goals are totally exactly um steph we we had a lot to talk about is there any last things uh you want to share or leave for the listeners um I just like to give an opportunity if there's anything. If not, it's fine. But yeah, any last words before uh, we wrap this up here? Um, open mind, open mind. And look up abundance mindset versus scarcity. Um, and honestly, your life will change when you realize those principles um, of like having an abundant mindset and having a good um, grasp on how you feel about money 
and other people's opinions. So um, that's it. Also, get thriving. <laughs> get thriving. Um, and yeah, that's it. Thank you for having me. Where are they going to find you? Yeah. Where can they find me? Um, on Instagram, it's Steph Lee 100. Um, that's where I mostly hang out, to be honest. That's like my hub and that's like my favorite social platform. Um, but yeah, that's where you'll find me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.